Hey, Rajad. Hey, this is uh, Save Some For When You're Better. Hi. Colin. Hi. How you doing? Hey. Hi. Uh, full, full transparency, people. This is another uh, influenza week for Rashad here. Yes. Um, hopefully he's better by now. Save I'm really some. hoping he's better by now. They're better. But we we record these in batches, so yeah. this is the shot. He's got a flu batch. Yeah. But we're here. Oh my God, this interview was a blast. So this is Jaina. Jaina. Um, yeah, she's a photographer. Nice. I've been a fan of her for a long damn time. Nice. Um, she have I shown you her no. stuff? Oh my no. god! You gotta see this. So this, is, this, this is just like you know, holy smoke! I don't, I, you know, we're how not just having. How did this one come about? Where did you meet her? How did you? I, I've her? just you know online. Online, um, she's friends of friends. She's worked with Ooh, some wow. musicians. I know. <laughs> I know. Bruh. I know. It's incredible. The set design is that's you know that's her thing. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, you can't help but be a fan of that. So the second I saw her work, you know, I've been following her for years, years and years. Um, This interview is wild. Let me tell you, people, you are in for a trip. You're about to be immersed into her world um, because so I met with her at her workspace out in Lowell. Um, We first tried to go into she has like two separate spaces. One's like a workshop with like all of the wood and feathers and flowers and everything she uses for the pictures. And then another one's like, I don't know, it was cleaner. But we tried to do that, but there was people making a lot of noise next door. So we moved to the workspace. Rashad, you can't even, we're, we're in this tiny room. Can't even see the floor. There's not tiny room, but it looked tiny because of there was wood, paint, like all these pictures you see, yeah. all that set design, yeah. just in pieces all around us, costumes and everything. It was it was so cool. But then, so during the interview, I mean, we had to stop at one time because the heater kicked on yeah. and it was loud. So we took a break and then that kicked off and we finally kicked back into it. And then there's someone across the hall playing, you know, we're just, so the listener's going to be fully immersed into this world that we were in. And it's so fitting, I thought, because, well, it gives you kind of an idea of the setting we're in recording this. I like that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Carissa Johnson's music video. I opened for Carissa Johnson at Sonya a couple weeks ago. Phenomenal artist. I love when artists I love work together and make something really dope. Yeah, Jaina worked on the Wasted Light music video for Carissa. I, I am so sorry if I got that song title wrong. Wasting Dreams. I'm loving these photos. Is it, does it say what the name of the song is? Well, regardless, it's phenomenal. I'm loving these um, But, so yeah, the, the interview's a little wild. A little wild. The, the listener is in for a, a journey. But bear with us because, God, she has so much wonderful things to say. And this is someone that you want to hear about and hear why she does what she does and, like, an insight to that process. And it was just really cool, honestly, because, like I said, I've been a fan of her for a while. And um, how long? Well, like a year, two years, five, five, five years, five, six, seven years. God yeah, man. yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> like, yeah, she was like friends of friends, and oh, you know, shit. that's the beautiful thing about the internet. I'm just like, you know, and once you see her photography, you're just like, okay, yeah, wow, now I'm a fan of you. But I'm actually gonna little thing for the listener. I'm actually gonna shoot with her. Yeah. I'm going to be in one of her pictures. When? We are working on scheduling. It was going to be mid-December, but something came up, so we're pushing it maybe beginning of next year. But I am 
over the moon. I cannot, cannot freaking wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, seriously. I am so excited. So excited. Um, so yeah, here's my interview. Just a heads up. You know, there is some noises. There's some, it's wild. Listen, it's, it's live. Shit's happening. Let you make it. Even, yeah. Even with the noise. And we right? made the best out of it. You know, yeah. we could have canceled or tried to, but no, you know. Wasting Dreams, by the way, is Carissa's song. Um, not Wasting Light. Wasting Dreams, but um, Jaina has a company called. Oh, Jesus, maybe I should like have all this information. <laughs> yeah, but Jaina has a company called Let Light Find You, so that's kind of why I got nice. a little confused. Yeah, Finding Bright Productions is the actual name. Let Light Find You is their Instagram handle. Nice. Finding Bright Productions. Yeah, check them out. So there's light, there's brights, there's dreams. It's all floating around. They're beautiful people. Check out all their work, but. Thank you again for Jaina for this wonderful talk. It was it was really great to see. I mean, this she works so hard, you know. I'm, I've always followed her Instagram. At those photos and everything. Yeah, like there's that. a lot like, of work yeah, that goes into that. And she builds space. these with yeah. her hands. That's what I'm saying. She's super like handy, super crafty, that. and it's just really cool. Um, so shout out to you. Without further ado, this is save some for your better. Save some for when you're better. This guy with Ryan and Rashad. Dude, we are struggling, all right? The struggle is real. We're, 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 we're struggling, but we're, we're getting this show to you weekly. We did it for you guys, man. Because we love you. <laughs> and uh, we love the people that we've been talking to, yes. and we want you Everybody to know all about them. Everybody that we've interviewed has been fucking great. Yeah, it's really great. It's, yeah, it's lovely. So without further ado, here's my episode with Jaina. Check it out. You gotta save some for when you're better. podcast is great it gives me a nice excuse to finally meet all the people i've admired like on instagram for years um i've been a huge fan of your work for a long time oh thank you yeah i'm excited i'm really excited to like be in the in the madness right now this is crazy yes for the listener the, yeah in the thick of it right now yeah we're in your wood shop My what workshop? was you? Yeah, yeah your workshop of mm-hmm. course yeah so this is where the magic comes to die i guess yeah it's just just on hiatus yeah taking a nap <laughs> so you build the sets here yes we build and then store um our stuff here cool so yeah you're a photographer first and foremost yeah, yeah. i'm formally trained as a photographer and then oh. kind of branched out um from that on my own to do other things yeah like uh directing writing films it looks like yeah and set design nice yeah, I've been a huge fan of your photography for quite some time. It's, you know, it's just really original. And it also looks like you put a lot of effort and work into it. And it definitely, like, shows. And and now I'm here, like, where the work is done. And there's there's no question about it. Like, there's wood everywhere. 
costumes. Like, this is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Most of that work was made before I had this space. So it was all made in my parents' basement. Yeah. Um, which looks like this space times 10. I'm sure. It's it's much worse down there. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have stuff in there? I do. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't. It wouldn't all fit in here. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I just kind of told them, like. Thanks for your help. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm <laughs> just going to need to keep this here a little yeah, bit longer. They're not happy, but I love that. they'll be okay. <laughs> so how long have you been like shooting? I, I don't know how to say it, like shooting in this way, like mm-hmm. sets, all that. I think I started, I started formally in 2017 and then informally in 2016. So 2016 okay. was the first time I did. Before that, I was very much like, I'm going to be a photojournalist and I'm going to be a documentary photographer because any type of photo that you take where you adjust what's in it yourself isn't real. And I don't want to like subscribe to a world where things aren't real, which is silly. Really? That's how you, I felt. Wow. Mm-hmm. Feels like you completely did a 180. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. When I was in school, like they showed us the work of people like uh, like Gregory Crudson. He, he stages these huge photos and like like he he'll he'll get a whole like city block a lot in western mass actually he does a lot of stuff out there and i remember thinking this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen and i love his work (laughs) like i cannot get enough of his work now um so there was definitely a shift i think it was in 2016 for me and then i was like obviously this is what i want to do yeah but it seems like it was a shift in photography so photography has been a main focus for how long uh, oh, since I was like a baby, wow. like, I was stealing my parents' Polaroid cameras. Yeah, um, and like taking my little brother and posing him around our house, and really, he hated it. And they were always like, "Polaroid film, it's really expensive. You can't take all up." And I'm like, "I'm sorry." And then I <laughs> ripping through it, <laughs> take it again. Oh my god! Wow. So it's been ever since, and like models and everything. Yes. Were yeah. you directing him on poses? Is that something you like to get into with your work? Or I, I like to let people do kind of what they want to do which i think so when i now that i'm working with models i think i i I do it very much from the background of someone who was like a documentary photographer or journalist like that's why i like to build these spaces and then i let people into them and see what they do in the space rather than it just feels more authentic to me and it feels like i can have a better like repertoire with people who i don't know rather than being like stand and do this and do that like I, i will direct people um if i need to like if i think of something or i see something or if they're really struggling I can always give direction, but sometimes I'm like, just go, like, have fun in the space. And yeah. that makes things so much more exciting than anything I can think of. I dig that. I dig that. So you really like putting the work into the space. Yes. Yeah. How did that, how, like, when did you realize that you were like, oh, I can build this, <laughs> these kind of things? Like, it it doesn't, you know, as I, I like to create, but I've never... Until I saw someone like you, I was like, wow, she's just going at it. Like she has the vision and she just builds it yeah. out of wood and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all self-taught. Well, it's self-taught and I, I was lucky I got a job um, where I made friends with these like 45-year-old mechanics who were really nice. And so they kind of like answered any question I had about yeah. any tool. Um, but aside from that, I was really self-taught and it was just like me in my basement, you know, buying like shitty tools off of like from Home Depot and then being really frustrated and not understanding how anything works and just eventually <laughs> I feel like you docu- it out. documented that pretty well on Instagram too. I, I feel like, yeah, I was watching your story. You, you know, you're always working on something. I was like, so I was always curious, like how you learned to be so handy, but it was really just like out of necessity. You were like, yeah, I just, and I, some I, handy 
45 year old mechanic friends. Yeah. And they had, they needed me to do something at work one day. I think it was, I had, they needed some help hanging signs or something. And so they, but I had to use a hammer drill. So I had to drill into concrete. I had never done anything like that before. And they were like, here, just like take the drill and like go and do this thing. And I was like, oh, this is fun. They're like, what else do you have for me? And then I just kind of like slowly picked up more and more tools. And then before I knew it, like they were welding. And I was like, what, how do I weld? Show me how to weld. And they were like, oh, it's really complicated. I'm not sure you'll be able to pick it up. And I was like, I can figure it out. <laughs> is this for like a, a day job or? Yeah, I was working um, in the produce industry for a while. And so I was doing more food safety stuff, but food safety and maintenance have to really work hand in hand because food safety is like, how does the facility look? And so I was prepping us for audits. And a lot of the times they'd be like, well, they're like old guys who've worked, you know, they're forever. They're super comfy in their job. They're like, well, I don't want to do that. It doesn't seem like a good thing I need to do. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do it. So <laughs> I'd have to figure out how to like fix a garage door or like paint a ceiling or do things like that. So eventually I just, I picked up tool after tool. And then I was able to take those those tools home with me not literally but like figuratively take the tools home yeah, with me yeah. and then kind of transfer that knowledge to doing something more fun i love that so that's kind of how it started yeah you were getting yeah. handy at work and you're like oh well, let's bring this to the photography and see what happens yeah because i had been doing before so before i got in that job i was doing something that i called immersion so i was throwing these parties in my apartment for i had all these friends who were like i really want you to take my picture and i was like i don't they weren't giving me any direction on like what they wanted from me and they just wanted to like hang out and for me to take their picture. But I was like, of, of what? I don't know. So I started staging these like kind of set design parties in my house. I did four or five of them and like they would each have a theme. One of them was like balloons. So I just filled my apartment up to like our waist in balloons and some we had like some like six foot balloons and three foot balloons. We had like one room. It was like up to balloons in our necks and people would just come in like and model or take photos. And so I kind of started building these. There was no like physical building but like constructing these spaces and then as I kind of moved out of that apartment and back to my parents they were like you are not throwing like <laughs> insane parties in our house which understandably right, so right. so I kind of took that and scaled it back and was like well what if I make these spaces for people individually and bring one person into the space and then that kind of spiraled out of control when I was God. building things <laughs> yeah that is so cool I love all of that wow what a cool idea so you had one balloon theme. What are some other some other themes? We did a black light theme. Cool. So like we had like I had black light like yarn strung through the ceiling, kind of like uh, like a spider web. And we had like a a, a bubble machine that had like black light bubbles, and we okay. had like body paint and stuff. We did that. There was one that was like a birthday theme. So we had like stacks of presents and like a, like a bunch of confetti, and we had a room where there was just like cakes. That I had made so you could like step on cakes and put people putting cakes on their head. Those are, those are three. There's more, but those are the only ones I remember. That's awesome. I no. love that. I love that. So then how, like, when did you start? I guess I'm, I might be jumping the gun a little bit. It's tough <laughs> without my notes. But I'm curious. So when, when were you like, well, you know, this is going cool for photography. So let's try to level it up and do it for film mm. and music videos. Did you start with music videos? I did. Or? I did a music video first. So someone contacted me and was like, I want you to build a set for a music video. I was uh, Muncha, who's a rap artist in Connecticut. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. So I built a set in my basement and then their team came in and did the rest of the work. And I was like, oh, I love this. Like, <laughs> like I just got to kind of, I did all my work and I just kind of chilled. And then this Pro this like product came from it i was like this is really cool. Oh, cool and so i had done that um and then i had a friend of mine reach out and he wanted me to to be the dp on a music video he was working on which i had never done before um 
And so I did that job and I hated it. Um, it was like, it was, it was fun to do, but at the end of the day, I was like, this is not like, doesn't really let my creative brain go in the directions yeah. it wants to for me. Yeah. Um, was it because you're kind of like answering to the director a little bit yeah. or in the artist and that there's really no space for you to kind of be you or. Yeah. I just, I like making the world. Yeah. I think more than I like, like doing things inside of okay. the world. So yeah. it's not like it was a bad job. I just was like, this isn't my end, like the, my end goal. Right. Um, right. And there's people who do it so well. So why would I do it like half? Yeah, well, if I, guess I could find I someone that. who could do it really well. Right. So that's why you found building the set and then kind of stepping back and building like the world that. and letting them play in it a little I, bit. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. I like seeing like what, yeah, what comes out of a, I think spaces are so powerful. And so yeah. kind of seeing like what that brings up for people or, yeah. I feel like I've hit you up several times over the last couple of years since I've been a fan of yours. Like, let's do something. Ah. <laughs> And then, like, you're like, all right, do you have any ideas or something? Like, well, yeah. And I'd be like, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. Like, how many times do people come to you? Like, I just love what, what you do. I, my brain, like, I couldn't even begin. I don't even know how you come up with these things. Like, do you help the artists? Or, do or like, Carissa Johnson, the perfect example. Did mm. she come to you with that, Wasting uh. Dreams? Did she come to you with that concept? Was it collaborative? Were you like, oh, I can build this? Or was she like, can you build this? She, I mean, she is the ideal client because I feel like she just loves what I do. So she really like gave me free reign. She was like, here's the song. Um, she had she had some stipulation. She had something that she kind of liked. I forget what it was. And I was like, okay, like going from that, I'm going to go and I'm going to brainstorm and I'm going to come back to you. Yeah. Um, and I came back with this idea of like four rooms. It's actually a very different idea than what ended up happening. We had this idea of like four rooms. I think that we were getting progressively smaller and having her travel through those rooms. Um, wow. And then just with like budgeting constraints. And I think the song changed a little bit. And then I was like, okay. So we just kind of, we kind of modified that idea. Um but yeah, she she just was like, I just want you to run with it. it looks and she so wanted fun. something really fantastical, I think, was all. And I was like, yeah. oh, if I can do fantastical, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. But damn, it looks like a lot of work. How do you do that? Do you work with a team? Yes, Okay. I do. I'm very lucky to have great friends and great teammates. And so I think we had a crew of four or five other people oh, wow. other than me. And I mean, we did that video back in... Oh God, like March 2020. So it was, or 2021. So it was still, nothing was really happening in the world. Like, yeah. you know, it was still kind of quiet. So we had so much time to just come here and wear our masks and get to work. Um, but it was exhausting. Yeah, I remember seeing the Instagram stories of you guys working on that. And I was just like, I cannot fucking wait for this video. <laughs> you guys went all out. There's a wall of lights that are like moving in. She's like going through a mirror of some sort. It's mm -hmm. just wild. How many sets did you build for that? We built five sets, I think, which was too many. It was too <laughs> many. And we were stretched really thin uh, at the end of the day. It's it was it's my fault. Like as the as the foreman, I thought the light walls for whatever reason, I thought the light walls would be a lot simpler <laughs> than they were because it's a really simple concept. It's like, sure, you know, drill 1800 holes, plug them with lights. Easy. Yeah. It was, wiring though it right was, yeah it was not the that other easy. side of those walls yeah <laughs> it sounds intense i do want to go back to your team though i'm so curious yes, I yes. Feel like, yeah yeah so we have i have my friend lucas um lucas has been working with me for like three or four years we went to the same school but not together okay um, what school is this? the new england school of photography which oh. is now gone oh, wow. sadly yeah 
So we kind of, I saw his work in the hallway when I had gone back to visit and it was the best work in the school. And I was like, oh, he's my friend now. Um, I'm <laughs> taking that. him with me. Um, <laughs> I work with uh, Angela Canatelli a lot. She also, someone I found, who found me on Instagram. Um, I work with Victor. Victor like produces a lot of the work that I do. Um, and then Shannon helps me with a lot of painting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, social media is a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Connecting artists, for sure. Mm -hmm. God, I love it. So, yeah, so you built five sets for the Carissa video. I think so, yeah. The toughest one was the the light wall? Physically. Yeah. That was physically the toughest one. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that was the toughest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just remember watching. I, I just love that. And, um, you know, when you see people you respect in the industry, you know, on Instagram, and then they're working together. Um, another instance is dancing. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you, what are you guys working on? I can't wait to see whatever <laughs> that is. All I get is like Instagram story sneak peeks and I'm just like, yeah, this looks fucking crazy. It looks so cool. Yeah. So I produced, uh, my friend Victor's horror short called Woodshedding, okay. which dancing, um, was one of the leads in. Oh, wow. Cool. So that was a fun time. We did that over the summer. When's it coming out? I don't know. He's doing some, some screenings of his first his first cut soon oh, like cool. private little screenings where we get to give him feedback so nice nice I think we're doing that this month so i'm excited to awesome. see your first cut of that you produce you didn't do any set design or? i did i worked so me and my and adrian um we did production design together but she was kind That's of like cool. heading it more so because it was i really like to like build sets and this is much more like production design and like kind of okay. fitting out um a space which is less fantastical but i did i yeah. did work on that yeah nice nice yeah yeah it seems like sometimes you you know expose yourself to different environments maybe not be the thing that you want to do but it's always good for experience right kind yeah. of see other positions learn and, things yeah meet you new learn people. something from right every yeah. experience at least that that's what i've found and collaboration is always cool mm -hmm. but then so you wrote and directed a short film yeah not too long ago yeah, um, I've, I have one film that's out. There's You Don't Have to Take Orders from the Moon, yes. which we wrapped like right before coronavirus, like the three days before the world shut down. I remember Lucas on our last day was like, oh, they found like another case in Middlesex Valley. Yeah. And I was like, it's nothing's going to happen, Lucas. Like, this is ridiculous. And then it was like three days later, the whole world was shut down. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, like we were all kind of joking about it, <laughs> and then it became really real, real quick. It was crazy for me because I've always been, like, very anxiety-ridden hypochondriac my whole life. And so I've always fallen into the, like, anytime there's some type of, like, public health something, immediately, like, down the drain with yeah. worry. And this one time I was like, you know what? It's not going to be a big deal, and I'm not going to be upset about it. And it was the one time it was a big deal, and I was like, Same thing oh, happened to me. God. I feel like I was like, you know, they got me with Ebola. They got me with this. They're not going to get me with this one. <laughs> right? It's, yeah, it just becomes so real. And then you're like, oh, my God, I can't trust myself. I know. I was like, great. All the growth I've done in therapy, and this is what I get for <laughs> yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah, nothing <laughs> is worse than when your anxiety is proven right. It's horrible. Oh, my God. It's horrible. God. I'm, I'm going to cut this out, but I got to tell you. So one time I was <laughs> driving home from like a rehearsal. This was five or six years ago. And I was driving up the street, and, and in front of me was like this wide turn. It's my anxiety brain. I was thinking like worst case scenario in every situation. I was like, oh, that really suck. If like someone took that turn too wide, then they come straight at me. And then next thing I know, someone took that turn too wide and they were coming straight at me on my side of the road. And I was, I couldn't believe it. So I didn't swerve to their lane because I was waiting for them to correct. 
Mm. And the next thing I knew, we just collided oh my God. head on. Turns out she was wasted. Yeah, she went to jail for a bit. But then, like, my brain cracked because my anxiety, like, this crazy, oh, yeah, what if that happened? Then it happens, and you're just like, <laughs> oh, my God. I well, can't you're go psychic outside. now. <laughs> you know? And that. And that. Yeah. You know? like, so I think I can see the future. Yeah. But... I know when terrible things are going to happen. Yeah. I just think terrible things are going to happen all the time, and then they happen all the time. occasionally. Exactly. <laughs> no, seriously. That's my life. But all right, back to you. <laughs> um so yeah what what is that movie process like because i have tried to make a movie it's it's so hard it does look mm. like you had a solid team you're working with Get oh out. no <laughs> is that a problem um i mean we're just gonna How we're gonna sound we're gonna rock, rock <laughs> with it um there's definitely noise gates i can put on um so, so we'll see but and we're back. <laughs> Not going to waste any time, that Reznor. I know, quick. Kick on any minute. <laughs> They're trying to sweat us we out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's very hot now. Yeah. I blame, uh, yeah, that light bulb incident. Yes. Come for you. It was um, hot in here, too, for that. I don't even remember where we left off. That's uh, fine. Pre-Reznor, but... <laughs> We're here. We're in the we're in the workshop. We're oh. getting the we're getting the whole experience. Mm-hmm. We're getting warm. Um, but yeah, the space is cool. I got to talk about the space a little bit because it is freaking awesome. I just love walking down a hallway. You hear people making something or <laughs> emitting some sort of creativity. I love how they've lined the walls with like people's work. Oh, it's and... like a, the whole place is like a gallery. Oh my God, I love it. But did I see there's a brewery in here? Yeah, there's a brewery um, down the hall and there's a coffee shop. A coffee shop the and they're putting in a music venue. And they're putting in a music venue. Damn, this place got, what do we got going out? Well, all right, listeners, I think you're going to get a little background music. <laughs> Can you hear that on here? I can, yes. Um, we're gonna. <laughs> do you want to see if we want to move back to the other it studio? It crossed my mind earlier when we were dealing with the Resner. I mean, do, should we take a walk? We over can there check and see, and see how if it is? those people maybe are not talking. Okay, or... What is this? It's just someone listening to music while they work. Nobody does that for like only a couple seconds, right? They're usually. Well, you know what? We're getting the tough full decisions. Tough decisions yeah. today. Yeah, listener, you, you, they feel like they're here with us. They're getting all the sounds. <laughs> they're really getting it. I wish they could be sitting here amongst the the wood and cloth, and behind me is fake uh, fake plants, fake mm-hmm. grass. We're we got everything. We got a shop vac and a, a shop vac and a chop saw. Yes, but I believe we were talking about your movie. You don't have to take we orders were. from the moon. Mm-hmm. How do you come up with that title? How do I come up with that title? Well, so I had a night when I was 16 years old. I was really sad and I didn't feel good. Um, and I was laying on my bed and this perfect little moonbeam cut through my window and was on the bed. And I laid down this little moonbeam and then I felt better. Oh, get out. Uh, really? Yeah. And so when I was, and then when I was like 22, I wrote, this like weird little short story about a girl who is trapped in a room that's changing sizes and the moon's talking to her through the window and it's like, why didn't you ever use the roller skates that I gave you? It's this weird, magical, realist story that I never really felt like was finished, um, but that was the title. You don't have to take orders from the moon. And so I showed Victor, my friend Victor was like, we should make a movie of yours now. And I was like, great, I have this short story. I want to make this movie. And he was like, well, I don't really like the story, but I do like the title. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, so I ditched. I didn't really like the story either. Like it never felt finished to me. It um, stings a little bit too. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. all right. Um, and so I was like, fine, fine, I'll write something new. So I kept the title and then kind of wrote based off the title. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, I did. I remember I watched it right when it came out, and then I was watching in the parking lot for a little bit when I was oh. here. It does look like you took a little bit of that imagery. Mm-hmm. She's like laying in the street, though, mm-hmm. and there's the the shine of the moon. Yeah, that's cool. And the moon does give um, the girl then rollerblades too. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what? How how long was that experience? It was um, about a a year fully from the day Victor was like, "You got to write a script," until we released it. It was about a full year. God, movie making is no joke. No, and coming from a background where you like, like when I was making photos, I very rarely did I ever plan what I was going to do. Like I would have a, a shoot scheduled and then I would get out of work at two. I'd come, I'd drink a coffee on my way home. I would go into the basement and I would build until like 5 p.m. Um, then someone would come, we'd shoot for two hours, they'd leave and then I'd tear down. And I'd kind of just shoot based off like, what I was feeling like I'd be like I didn't got this thing and I'm gonna make it. and I would just make something yeah. so like a piece of art like essentially aside from editing like done in a day so coming from that to a movie which is like you don't really see anything until you've it was a whole year is crazy it's a very different world yeah yeah it's an intense process um yeah before I forget I am dying to know just like where does your work ethic come from or is this a band practice we got? No, this is this is just someone listening to music. Oh, I thought I heard some drum set. <laughs> it's just people <laughs> dropping stuff on the yeah. floor. <laughs> to um, the beats. But yeah, I am dying to. Where does your work ethic come from? Because it it looks like you just put it all out there. Yeah, I mean, I co- I come from like a, I think I'm third generation immigrant family, like Italian family. So my grandfather came here, and you know, you can go on the Arrow Farms website and you can see the story. You know, he, he came here and he had like $5 in his pocket and uh, him and his brothers opened the Cipriano tomato stand really? um, like on the side of the road and it did really well. And so he took whatever little money he got from that and he went and he opened the company that my father runs um, now. So, wow. Yeah. So I don't, I guess it's kind of, we, we kind of in my family, just at least on the Cipriano side, we kind of work ourselves to the bone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise just the voices in your head will just eat you alive. <laughs> Amen. Right? Oh my God. Wow. I love that story. That is awesome. Yeah. Cause, and it, I, yeah, that totally makes a whole bunch of sense. Cause yeah. I am like, wow, you know, she is just, you're one of those people that when I see on the Instagram story, I'm just like, all right, I got to do more. <laughs> Get off your ass, boy! <laughs> don't, I'm a little crazy though, so don't you know? Don't hold yourself to to me. I'm a little. I'm a little. I wish I could relax. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's a great problem to have. Like, oh, I wish I could stop. You know? Oh my god! I'm, I've hit this. That's why I've turned to podcasting because, like, I've been doing music like nonstop for ten years, and I'm mm-hmm. more than ten, but like trying to, you know, at a profession, not a professional, running like a business pretty much for ten years. You know, band, booking gigs, recording, boom, boom, boom. And, you know, after 10 years, if it doesn't, like, go to where you want to go, it's like, all right, well, let's switch up the approach, you know? Right. But trying to figure out, like, what exactly that approach is going to be is so crazy. So I- I've recently, I guess what I'm trying to say is I've, I've like, had this feeling of, like, this energy and need to do something, mm. but not knowing where to put that energy. That's a frustrating feeling. Super frustrating. And and it must be, like, you know, I, I know so many people that aren't, I, I don't mean any disrespect but they're not as lucky as us we're like we have something that we're passionate about and mm-hmm. we get to pour mm-hmm. our soul into oh, absolutely like, every free second we get 
And then for a minute, I didn't know exactly what that was for me. And I, I had all this energy. I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what to do. And like, yeah, I just, I feel for those people for sure. But yeah, so it's led me to podcasting and drumming for a whole bunch of different people. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I'm loving podcasting, getting to connect with people. It's a great excuse to, to talk to you. I've been dying to know, like, where does that work ethic come from? And it yeah. <laughs> makes a lot of sense after hearing that story. That is really cool. I love that. Yeah. I also just, I just feel like it, it's, it's, it's addicting. Like you, when you get a little bit of success, like I remember when I started applying to, to shows, I think I applied to like three shows and I got rejected from all of them. And I was like, Oh no, like I'll never, nothing will ever work. And then it was like, I got one, I got, I got accepted to one show and I was like, Oh, Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to submit to every possible thing I can find ever, you know? And it just, things kind of snowball. I love that feeling of like yeah. to start things start happening Going. i'm just yes. like oh this happened because i put myself out there yeah so i'm usually gonna keep like one success doing it leads to the next one and right so on. you can kind of like track like yeah. i'm like oh if i hadn't said yes to this thing i wouldn't have met this person who gave me this right. deal get, and that you know. one could have been like tiny a suit you know like a totally open mic in the music world or something but then you meet somebody but i'm sure as you know as you kind of touched on there's a lot of heartbreak and rejection there in this art thing too. It, yeah. it, it's tough, you know, but it, it weeds out the weak. It does, it does, and you and you get used to it. I try yeah. and tell people. There's some sometimes people ask me like, "How do you like? I want to put myself out there, and I just I don't know how to do it. Like I'm so scared of rejection, and I'm like, yeah, it sucks yeah. and it hurts at first, but you just kind of get over it. Yeah, I mean, yes, it hurts every time, but you get right. Your skin gets tougher. You right. learn how to take it, and you also put it in perspective and. And you start to realize that it's not the end all be all. You right. Know, if one person doesn't like your stuff, that doesn't mean it's not good. Art is so subjective too. So it's really kind of right. hard to take those rejections, you know, and try to figure out and, and process them. But what what I, I did want to ask, what what do you mean by shows? Oh, like, like gallery shows okay. for my photo stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I was assuming. Yeah. So you submit and then what they like hang them in a gallery with other artists and they throw it on like an event yeah nice. yeah so that's a good way to get exposure and and for yeah. people to find you and meet new people and meet nice. other artists and yeah. things like that yeah gallery shows are great yeah i was talking to another photographer Are you familiar with holy smoke photography yeah yeah mm -hmm. so she was on the podcast as well and i was asking her and i'm still kind of curious because everybody has their own lane it, it sounds like you you know you guys are photographers but kind of work in a different mm -hmm. space or direction you know, I'm very familiar with the path of a indie musician mm -hmm. and where to begin and what the goal is. I I'm very curious of like what that is for a photographer. Like it sounds yeah. like shows, galleries are, are a part of it. The photo world is very weird as e at like the art world is weird. And then the photo world in the art world is even weirder because photography is this really weird art form where some it's like it's some people don't consider it art. Um, so like in photography, yeah. So like some galleries don't like will not show, um, photography work and then other galleries will, but they're very, very serious about it. And then like my work is too editorial or it's too fun, uh, for a lot of like the really serious photo galleries around here. I often find myself being like, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, like where to go or what and what the end, I mean, the end goal for me, I always say is, is creative and financial freedom without compromise. Amen. Wow. Yeah. I've it's never my little mantra. heard it put so well. Yeah, I feel like that's what we all want, right? That's the damn truth. Yeah, whether yeah. it's music or photography or, yeah, art, you know. Yeah. That is the goal. 
And it gets tricky, right? Because it gets kind of messed up with fame as the only real success. Right. Um, but that's what it is. Yes, creative yeah. freedom, being able to, yeah, be financially stable off of the work that you just love making. I mean, that that is it. But yeah. yeah, it seems like an interesting road for a photographer and one that I'm just so fascinated by, but not familiar with at all. It, it seems like Instagram's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Where, where, how long were you shooting? No, so did you start kind of going professionally? You said around 2016. Was that around the time Instagram started blowing up? It kind of was. I think yeah. I was a little. I was a little late to the Instagram game. Um, but I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, same. Do I the was Instagram game. about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> then it, you started putting your work out there. Yeah, I connected with a lot of great people through yeah. Instagram. Instagram was the way I found pretty much all of the models that I worked with yeah. in my last two um, photo series, which oh, was wow. great. So yeah. one model, I'd work with like one or two people I knew from school and then they it just kind of snowballed from there and I was getting all these lovely wonderful models who were like I love what you're doing I want to come hang out and I'm like yes. all right come it's like let's do it yeah your um, work is I don't know what the word would be it's it, it's so intriguing it's so like I know personally I've seen I'm just like I want to be a part <laughs> of that I want that god that god I want some work like that it just looks very it's very original <sighs> what's the other word it's homemade is not if you can define it in one word, I'd uh, let me know, and yeah. then I'll put that on my business card. Yeah, because when I well, when I say homemade, it doesn't mean like lower quality. Mm-mm. I feel like that could be negative. I don't. I want to be very clear that's not negative, but it's very clear that you made these with your hands. Yeah, there's something so fucking cool about that. I really think, and this is not to knock on anyone who does you know like special effects or Photoshop or anything like that, but I think you can really feel authenticity. Um, I, as a photographer, maybe it's just cause I'm a photographer, but a, l- a lot of times when I look at like fantastical photoshopped images, I'm like, man, it's photoshopped. I don't care. It does right. nothing. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. Um, and so I really like I, I kind of lean towards letting people feel that the spaces that I made are built. Right. Cause then they feel real. Even yeah. if they're, you're like, I don't really know where that space is. You know, it's, it's a space somewhere. You're like, I might accidentally like fall through a crack in the floor and end up in this weird room. Right. But well, that's the coolest thing about it is you, a lot of the times you, you create spaces that aren't normally found, right? Yeah. That's kind of the point, right? Yeah, it is kind of the point. Yeah, no, yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> so I am curious about your like post-production, how much you edit it to the picture, a lot. like just balance some this yeah. and that. And... I just kind of adjust levels to make it feel like it's my work. Like I kind of have like a, there's a way I like my colors to look and yeah. my shadows and my highlights and stuff. So I kind of do that. And um, I fell asleep in my Photoshop class in school. I've never <laughs> fallen asleep in a class in my life. But that one Photoshop was like. out of all of them? I know. It was like after lunch and they would draw the shades. And it was in the computer room in the comfy chairs. It was so warm. I fell asleep in that class. And my class, they didn't even wake me. They just like went to the next room to keep working. And I woke up and I was the room was empty. <laughs> I did that like two or th- I've never in my I've life done that. I've fallen asleep in class before, but never that deep. <laughs> I was like out, like a light. And then I, you know, so I know some like basic Photoshop stuff, but I don't, I really don't know how to do things like that. Uh, wow. So I sometimes wonder like maybe I would have, I would have been making more Photoshop work if it had just been easily it was more available to me, but to me, it was easier yeah, to clearly, pick up a drill. Right. It wasn't very attractive to you. <laughs> no, I, I really because, don't like computers. <laughs> yeah. I know a bunch of people that can Photoshop. Photoshop's not that hard, you no. know, like, and so I love, I love that you were just like, nah, I, I want to make this with my hands yeah. and let the subject feel it. And it, yeah, it really is, is the reason why your work is elevated on this, on this different um, tier or whatever I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, 
shit, I keep losing these. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Just let her finish what she's going to say. And that's gone. <laughs> um, well, while I'm thinking of that, yeah, what did, where, yeah, who are some of your biggest inspirations? Because like mm. I said, I haven't seen work like yours. So it does sound like it comes mostly from you and your head. But do you have photographers that you look up to? And I don't have a lot of photographers. Um, this is a big problem when I was in school. They were like, you have to have photographers that you like. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm just, I just have to do it. I don't know. But I do, yeah. I do love wow. Gregory Crudson's work. I think his stuff's really just phenomenal and special. Um, and I do, I like a little bit of Ryan McKinlan's work. I think that's his name, Ryan McGinley. I don't know. He does, he has a series of like, it, yeah, like men and women, like naked running through like twilight not the movie, but like the time of day. <laughs> with butt naked, superimposing the movie Twilight. It's a cool series. <laughs> I just saw that really clearly. <laughs> it's horrifying. Um, I mean, these people like running through these like beautiful, lush wildernesses with like, uh, like setting fires and with uh, sparklers and stuff. And oh, so, wow. and then he has other work, which I'm really not into. Um, and I do love, back when I was doing documentary stuff, I love Nan Golden's work. And so she kind of, just kind of documented her like friend group mostly like doing heroin it's really kind of awful but her stuff's really powerful um so i've taken a lot of her influences and brought them um to a lighter space yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but and then probably like my biggest influence ever is david lynch okay so he's my favorite is he a filmmaker yeah he's a filmmaker yeah and a painter and a painter yeah cool I, again, I just I respect the shit out of the fact that it's like it wasn't necessarily someone you saw and you're like, oh, I want to do that. It feels like it really just came from like a need inside of you or like I just love taking photos. And then, you know, you just you decided to you know, have you always been into fantasy or sci fi or something? Not, I've always been into like weird things, yeah. like things that feel a little off that aren't really like in your face. That's kind of my thing where you're okay. kind of like. Yeah, it feels a little weird. Um, so I was never really like into fantasy or or I like a little bit of science fiction. I do like a little bit of science fiction. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So maybe not like a photographer's work. I mean, you've listed some some great ones, but is there a photographer's career that you are mm. inspired by and you're kind of um, not striving for, you know, but you're like, oh, that 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 would be a nice path to take. There's a few people like that I just follow on Instagram. Like there's a there's a woman in LA called Death Cats and she is just kind of like building weird sets and working with like famous musicians out there. I'm cool. like, "Oh, she made it work. Like she's she's doing it. Like she's got a big studio space yeah. and she's making it happen." I don't know if that's like the the end goal for me, but it would like that's one of the goals on the way sure. where I yeah. want to be able to like have people coming to me with a budget yeah. to do the work like that I'm kind of already doing and just yeah. helping like bringing it into like their realm you know that's yeah. a goal it's more money to play with is always nice yes right? always just like the more tools more wood more fake grass yes. you can buy yes. <laughs> so much fake grass yeah so do you work with a lot of musicians i, I like to yeah. yeah i think musicians are a great client because you guys are making something that is audio you yeah. know and yeah. so you need something visual to go along with it absolutely yeah um, the work you do is perfect for a musician yeah yeah because it's like you know and it's unique too because you don't see a lot of people that do the things that you do it's Mm -hmm. like you know i could probably find a handful of people who could take a picture of me and then put me in a blah blah but if i were reached out to you i was like yeah i would like the end result to be me in a blah 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 you'd be like all right well come over i got i'm building a blah 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 right now (laughs) let's do it (laughs) i love that that is so cool um do you have like a most fun time on set 
that you Ugh. remember or stand out or like a project that you're like, yeah, it's still just magical. Yeah. Well, we shot Trauma Bond, my last short film um, in April. It just I had never it was so seamless. Like the whole process was everyone. I felt like everyone felt really great in their not just the actors, but like everyone felt great in their role. Um we worked on this film for, we shot five days in a row in the same location. And so like I rented this Airbnb and half of us kind of slept there and we would do like 10 hours shooting, go home, go to bed, come back the next day. Um, and it was like coming out of quarantine. So it was fun. You know, like everyone was like, yes, like something to do. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, that sounds like a dream. It was that amazing. sounds so fun. Renting an Airbnb, sleeping there, shooting. It was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, that God. was just so like when that was over, I ended. I slept there the last night. I didn't sleep there most of the time because I let people who were like coming from out of state or something. But the, the last night, I needed to sleep there for a reason. Um, and I remember falling asleep, like surrounded by my friends, and I was just like, "This is perfect. Yeah. This is all I want. Like, just oh to, to be able to 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 create and for everyone around me to feel so like, I feel like everyone was really excited to be doing what they were doing. And to me, that's especially as a leader, like that's when I feel the most excited. When everyone around me is excited, I'm like, oh, "We're doing it. Okay, amen. this is great." Oh, amen. Yes, I can relate to that feeling it, i mean mostly in the music world but it's just great to yeah i just i know that feeling um i love it so trauma bond mm -hmm. love that name how many short films have you done just two just two well i've i've written and directed two and then i produced victor's awesome is trauma bond out no we're okay. working and editing it okay cool yeah i was gonna say i didn't see that anywhere I'm no no i got really sick after that name trauma bond thank you <laughs> yeah where did that come from i mean i kind of know what it means mm -hmm. is it is it that deep yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's it's a trauma bond yeah. yeah so it's a story about these these three women two of them have been friends for a very long time um who are really struggling back and forth with a little bit of like this codependent relationship between the two of them and one of them is in a really dark place and so the other one is like i invited this other woman who i think can cure you um over tonight and she's like what like i didn't ask you to um and so then what kind of commences is like a little bit of a descent into this like horrifying wow. night where this other woman starts like really pushing on boundaries um based off a true story uh -huh. so <laughs> did you write this i did yeah nice this is what i worked on during uh, quarantine times Very after cool. i finished editing you don't have to take orders to the moon i was like well now i have nothing and the world is still falling apart, so I have to do something. So I, wow, I started writing. Just completed the huge feat of the first short film and jumped right into the I was like, another one. one. Yeah. God, I love that. So that means the process didn't scare you away. No. No, it was a blast. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, yeah, and you're just so blessed. It looks like you had a great team to, I did. to work with. That is so important in film, I found. You know, mm -hmm. more hands on deck, the better. It, it is not easy. Um, no. But so you guys shot Trauma Bond. You're now editing it? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. We're tr well, we're trying. We're trying yeah. to edit. That's a real process. <laughs> I really it? don't like editing. That's oh <laughs> the one thing I'm like, I don't. I'm work. This film is really personal to me, and so I, it, I feel like I owe it, at least me trying to edit it. Sure. I, I'm working on it with my DP with Lucas. So together we're doing. Oh, you mean it. like you are physically editing it? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm trying to like, I want to give it a try. We'll see how it goes. And yeah. then after this, I can be like, you know what? I really worked on editing a film and I didn't like it. So I'm never <laughs> yes. going to do it again. Yeah. But maybe I really, and I feel like you learn a lot, especially when you're just starting out filmmaking. Like you learn, like already we were editing and I was like, Lucas, why, like, why didn't we shoot this like this? And he was like, yeah, I have no idea. And I was yeah. like, great. Now we know. Like, I know. That's, so that's the toughest like part that. about editing is, is the goddamn, I wish I did that. You, oh, you have to like not listen. You have to just be like, 
it's okay. Like we're here. We already did it. It's too bad. Yeah. Like we got work. We got to right. get, you know, these are the pieces we got to build it. All right. Don't think <laughs> about the pieces that we don't have. <laughs> you can't, if you fall down into that hole, like you'll never get out. So yeah, yeah. you just have to, okay. So did you edit the last one? I edited it with Victor, but we kind of did it like we did it over a screen share, um, like during quarantine. And so he did most of the work and I just kind of like was there to give feedback. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's tedious. It's, I've loved edit. I've edited videos ever since I was like in high school when I'd have to like transfer it from mini VHS onto my computer. And mm-hmm. I've just always liked it. It is tedious though. I really didn't like it when it came to editing a short film because it's a lot and the sound design too oh i don't even know what i'm gonna do when we get there yeah it's it's (laughs) it's painful it really is it's tough but it's a beautiful thing too it's almost like mixing music you know a lot of artists aren't into mixing their music but if you like to be hands-on and you're super particular Mm -hmm. it's at least nice to be sort of familiar with it so you can kind of get that language and yeah, but it's tedious. It's so it's not really the fun part. No, it's not. I very much want to like just be like working on my next script and like figuring out what yeah. I'm going to do next. But yeah, I'm like, I have to get this set. film out. Everyone right. keeps being like, where is it? And I'm like, it's on my hard drive. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> just relax. <laughs> I also want to see it. Yeah. No, it's a trauma bond. Keep a look at Next so, year. Next year. So it looks like horror is what you're into not really no well, um, no which is funny kind of horror-ish there, yeah i mean and then the dancing one that's horror too right yeah but that's not me that was right. just i'm just producing that right. that is not like victor and i got in a lot of little tussles over that too because oh, yeah, i was yeah. like i don't i just doesn't make and he was like but that's how horror movies are and i was like but i don't <laughs> like that so <laughs> eventually i had to be like all right it's your movie yeah, yeah, yeah. i've said what i needed to say that is the tough thing about collaboration, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially as artists with our own opinions. But yeah, it's important to uh, distinguish who's captain, I guess. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> all, right, all right, it's your movie. That's you're right, you're right, you're right. I know I don't like horror. It's fine, it's fine. Right. You don't like horror. I uh, think horror... I, did I read somewhere that um, you don't have to take orders from the moon is horror? It is a horror okay. film. Um, and I don't, I don't dislike horror. I find a lot of horror to be really tropey. Yeah. And a lot of... It's not... It's not... Gen- like it's gross and it's upsetting but it's not like genuinely frightening to me right because um, the tropes kind of give it away yeah it gets tropey coming. or it just gets really like it's over- really over the top mm-hmm. for me and then i'm like this is clearly not real yeah. and it's not really getting me um, so that's why you like like trauma bond like real yeah horror. i like the stuff- horrors of life yeah i like <laughs> stuff where you're like oh that would happen to me that's yeah. horrifying yes. i can't sleep now oh, that's what <laughs> i, I that. like because that's the real scary stuff yeah that is the real scary stuff like horror movies yeah some jump scares will get you, but there's no ghouls coming to really get you. Right. But the, yeah, the movies that are like, ooh, that could happen or that almost had. Yeah, that's, right. that's horrifying for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was a time on set that you really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one that you really did not? Uh, it was really tough working working on Victor's short film because I didn't have a lot of I didn't have like a lot of creative control. Yeah over things i was also yeah i was really (laughs) sick too Uh i ended up we were working on trauma bond um and i was very tired the whole time and i was like you're just stressed you're working in a like it's coming from like a really deep place inside you you're kind of like exercising some demons a little bit of like facing your own trauma of course you're gonna be tired you're gonna be fine um and then two weeks later i ended up in the in the emergency room because i had no blood 
in my body. My hemoglobin had gone down to like seven. My iron was at a one. And I was like, holy shit, I'm really sick. No I had no idea. in your body. Yeah, they were like, you need a blood transfusion. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Where did it all go? <laughs> and just, I had a had a polyp, I guess. And so oh I was God. I was just bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. Um, so I'm okay now. Oh Everything is fine. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. When we had dancing on, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I saw you worked on a movie with Jaina and that's awesome. I've been a huge fan of her. And he immediately goes like, I hope you're doing okay, girl. Like, uh, <laughs> like I don't I, th- I think I cut it down a little bit because I'd want to like be throwing yourself and I had no idea what happened. So I had no idea what he could be be referencing. He's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have her on. He's like, yeah, well, when you see her, just tell her I said, I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> and now I just remembered that. Yeah. So, wow. That was yeah, it. Do it a little better now. So, so I have enough blood oh, in my God. body now. Oh, um, good. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Yeah, and I very much like, it. like I said, like I've been kind of a hypochondriac my whole life. And so yeah. it took me a long time to like get myself to the emergency room because I was just like, oh, I'm you're just there. tired. See, I'm the type of, type, type of hypochondriac. Second something's going wrong. I'm right there. <laughs> well, so I, I used need to, to be. All the, all I know. The ideas to rest. I'm trying to be better. You know, I'm trying to be like, you don't have to like jump at every tiny little scare in your body. And so I kind of took it to the other extreme where, you know, then I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait till like, all the blood's gone. They were like, how are you walking? And I was like, I was working on the farm this morning. I was had got this farm job where they I was mucking horse stalls. So I went right off trauma bond. I'm like, I feel like I'm dying. The, <laughs> the farm calls me as I'm packing up trauma bond, literally leaving the apartment. They're like, do you want the farm job? I was like, I forgot I applied to this. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I work at this farm for like two weeks and I can't, I cannot catch my breath. Like I'm, I'm, you have to like fill the, the, the wheelbarrow with manure and then take it up this ramp and dump it. And I'm like, I, once I get up to the top of the ramp, every time I'm like pretending to tie my shoe because I can't breathe. I'm like trying to catch, and I don't want them to know because I'm like oh I'm a good worker. Right. I don't want them to know. Like I don't know what's wrong. At the top of the ramp, you know, it's not me. But I'm in the ER, Instead and they're, they're like, like, her shoe gets untied. Every time <laughs> she probably just tie her shoe better. <laughs> um, did you did you think you had COVID or something? I mean, short of breath, tired. No, I never. Everything else, but I had um, I had a lot of like uh. I have a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, maybe I just, I'm really out of shape. It's COVID. Like I used to do a lot of boxing before COVID. Oh, nice. um, yeah. And so I was like, I'm not really exercising because I don't, I have a hard time exercising without like a group. I just can't get myself to do yeah, it. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I must just be really out of shape. We've been sitting for a long time. I haven't done manual labor in a while. Like I'll get better. But then yeah. it was like two weeks of working this job and I was like, I'm getting worse. <laughs> you know, that's not how it, like I was, you know, like throwing hay bales and I'm like, almost passing out i was like this isn't how it should be that also sounds like some hard work though it was it was fun i liked it oh, i like hard work i just yeah. don't like not being able to breathe while i'm doing <laughs> it so is that what you do in between projects just kind of get like yeah let's go work on a farm for yeah. a little bit and let's go work in the shit, what was it poultry industry or something? Uh, the produce the industry. produce yeah 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 i run out like a handyman business on the side okay um, so i go and i fix things in people's houses for wow. them and yeah, but how often do you show up and they're like, woman's going blah blah blah? Do you get any of that? Well, usually I just get women who want to hire me because they're like, oh, oh, thank God I don't have nice. to have yeah, some like some old man like yeah. talk down to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, um, I know it. I like I know how to talk to women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was really hoping you were just shutting old guys up who were judging immediately. Oh, I do. Yeah, but Love they don't want to. They don't want to hire me. 
because they just want to hire more old men. And rah, rah, rah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, that is fine. it's fine. I get very chill women who are like, I trust you. Do what you need to do. And yeah. I'm like, okay, like here's a breakdown of costs. They're like, that looks great. Oh my God. Yeah, it's really so nice. For them too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's I'm like, awesome. I won't bother you. Like, just do your thing. Yes. Um, did, did you, I'm sorry. What was the least fun time on the set? Oh, well, that's what I was saying sick? is, so then I, we went, I went straight from trauma bond. We had Wasn't like a, the best time on trauma bond. Right. So trauma bond was great. Even yeah. though I had no blood in my body, right. I was still having yeah. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's how good it was. It was so good. It took all the blood out of my body. It's in that short film now. Yes. Um, but we went, we had like a month break. We went straight into Victor's short. And I, so I was on his set just like dying essentially, Yes, you know, and I already not feeling well also on someone else's set. Right. And so it was tough. Like I already was like, this isn't really what I like to do, but I'm trying to do it to like help out a buddy and learn. And now I'm like, I feel horrible. And now I'm doing something that I wasn't too excited about in the first, like it was all these layers, but it was still a really great set and really great people. And I had a good time. It just wasn't like at the end of the day, my soul was like, didn't have that like feeling of like oh exactly what i want to do is more like go to bed right right like you yes. dummy go to sleep yeah, like okay like, right, this one was work but yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome you're still working with a friend i'm sure yeah it was still and a I good look, time again from the instagram stories I, I i the sneak peeks of your work just kill me because i'm just like <laughs> what is this you know and like uh. keep you on your toes yeah but it works <laughs> like a charm because the second carissa's video came out boom I, cl- I was like so excited to watch that <laughs> it's so impressive it's awesome um but so do you have any advice on how to build a good crew? Because it sounds like you do mm-hmm. have a good crew and you guys crank out some really good stuff. And it's so important. Do you have any advice for people out there who are mm-hmm. like, how how do you find these people? It's it's slow and steady. You know, I when I was growing up, I, I didn't have a lot of creative friends. Um, so I was always the one who was like, let's make a movie. Let's do this thing. Let's do that thing. And I was kind of always like dragging my friend. They were nice, nice friends when you're, you know, right, but right. I was always dragging them along and they were like, okay, like, fine, we'll do Dude, this I thing. Totally know that feeling. Yeah. We'll do this, you know? And then there was a kind of a lull in, in my life um, where I was like, okay, well, those people clearly don't want to do these. Like, they don't want to level up with me. That's fine. Like, mm-hmm. they want to do whatever they want to do in their life. I was like, I don't know who wants to level up with me. So that was kind of, I just started working alone. Um, and by working alone for like two or three years, it was really tough, but it kind of brought all of the right people to me. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really just about like, don't rush it, um, be really authentic to yourself. And, and just, if you put your work out there, the right people will see it and then they'll, they'll come to you. Like Lucas, um, he's a great, he's a great person to have. Cause he, even though he, when we started working, he didn't have a lot of experience, um, really doing any type of construction work or anything. I was like, do you want to learn with me? Like, I, I think I was like, I want to build a, a, a <laughs> I want to build a set of stairs in my basement, just like a freestanding set of stairs. Dude, I remember watching those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never done it before of you. And he was like, no, I was like, do you want to try? He was like, yep. Love uh, it. Great. That's so what you need. Yes. we spent, you know, like a whole day and we did it. They're like a little lopsided. But, you know, they're they're very sturdy. You jump on those stairs. set of stairs. And you can yeah. walk up them, you know? So just finding people who are, like, as like really curious and yeah. want to work, yeah, that's you know? That's the biggest thing. Yeah, people who are willing to put in the effort and, and take risks. And right. I guess I you fun. also kind of have, like, need to have similar vision or they need to at least trust yours. And I feel like that that was really good or that's working for you. I mean, you have such a strong vision and, and, and you know, you really put it out there and, 
yeah, there's no doubt that that's attractive. You know, I'm one of those people that see your work. And I was like, I just want to work with you. I want to be a part. That is amazing. You know, so I guess, yeah, that's great advice. Just, well, one, I guess just do it right. Mm-hmm. Don't wait, f- you know, and get in your head and be like, oh, I got to assemble a, cr-. just do what you can do. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there. And right, wait for the right people. Yeah. You, know? and you can do a lot more on your own than you think you can. Yeah. Like I did a lot of stuff where having a crew would have made it a lot easier. Yeah. But like I did it. Right. And if you really want it, like you can do it too. And then eventually someone will come along and be like, hey, can I help you with that? And you're like, yeah. yes, please. I'm so tired. <laughs> yes. I would love help. I love that. Yeah. Hey, and the perks of not having a cruise, you get all the money, right? You get all the money and you don't have to argue with anybody. You have yes. no time arguing where someone's like, I don't think that's going to work. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, it's just you. You're like... You, you view yourself or like, I don't think it's going to work. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> We're going to try you have other options. Yeah. I'm very much of the mindset of you don't know if it's going to work until you try it. Yeah. Uh, things a lot of the time will work when you try it. This is probably the biggest thing I fight with. The I have wonderful people I work on my crew, but that's probably the, the biggest fight we get into and people are like, it's not going to work. And I'm like, just try it. Yeah. Just put it up and try it. And like nine times out of 10, either it works or it's so clear immediately what will work. Right. Once you, instead of being like, we're, why are we sitting here talking theoreticals when we could literally screw that onto that and just try it, just try it. Like it's a, it, we're working, we're doing visual work, visually perceive it. And then like, let's move forward. That's probably the biggest thing that we fight around. People are like, okay, fine, try it. <laughs> but that's super valuable information. I mean, I'm, I'm really guilty at overthinking. You know, I'm, I, 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 I say I'm really good at like playing out a scenario, but, uh, you know, am I? No, it, it, like it's better to do and mm-hmm. to see. And, and you know, you really nailed it with, because if it doesn't work, well, doing it and really getting into it, you'll be able to see right. what is going to get the job done. Right. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. I had a lot of experience when I was working at the produce plant. I was working as a mechanic a lot of the time too. So I was learning how to fix these like big packaging machines. Oh, wow. Um, and so and a lot of that was just like get in there with your hands and just start trying stuff. Because a lot of like, especially if like the real mechanics, <laughs> like the guys who've been working there for like 40 years who like they knew those machines inside and out. Like if they left for the day and it was just me, you know, I'd be like, well, I just just start doing stuff because I could stare at the machine all day. But it's like right. once you get in there and you start removing things or trying to or touching things and feet, you're like, oh, I see it now. I yes. see what the problem is. So it's all about like just get I don't know. I'm very much just like get in there. But you're also clearly a person who who just loves working with their hands. is yeah. Very good at it. I mean, a mechanic. You're welding. You're a handy handyman. Yeah. You're just getting it done. You're farming. I mean, <laughs> have you ever worked a job that didn't involve? like labor and yeah and i hated it yeah i'm sure (laughs) i've worked at like i've done retail i hate retail i've worked at a bakery and the bakery i was just like please let me decorate cakes and they were like you can't you're not going to be a cake decorator until you can prove you can work the cash register and i was (laughs) like what yes because they uh correlate i know i was like but i did work the cash. i'm bored and they were like great go make boxes and i was like I would literally rather be picking a poor shit than doing this. Yeah. Like I yeah. would. So. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> so you, you really worked all over that. I love that. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I want to get into kind of, as we wrap up, like what's coming up for you. I do know mm-hmm. that you've started this series. I'm so sorry. It's bright, bright room. Yeah. Bright the bright room. room. The bright room. Okay. Yeah. It is the bright room. Um, the bright room. Your first one was, so you kind of like took, a set from Carissa's music video and then allowed the public to come and yeah. take pictures. I yeah. Love that. Was that here? 
Yes, it was. It was at the other studio that's Very much cool. cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. With a little more room in there. Yeah. So we're just trying. So we opened Finding Bright this year. So we're a set design company building yeah. sets for for music videos and, you know, any other type of visual. Like you want us to work on a short film or um, work on building like a podcast set or something like yeah. that. We do stuff like that. Um, but right now, before we hit like our big marketing launch, we're just trying to like keep the space open and bring people in and yeah. market ourselves and get to know people and yeah. trying to get, um, I know a lot of artists right now are really strapped for cash. So we're trying to create a space where we can get you a little bit of content yeah. for like a reasonable, like a cheap price. Oh, so cool. like, come on in, like new pictures for your Instagram, yeah. like new headshots, new this, new that. So it's a really I fun space. That. Yeah, that's very cool. Super cool. So, I mean, how, so you've done one? Three. Three. Yeah. Mark, Jesus. You missed them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other two? The other two um, we did, like, it's the poster is behind you. So we had someone coming out of the ground. Like, we had, like, a coming out of the ground, like, Halloween set oh. um, with this oh, piece of wood right I here. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> I was just staring at it the whole time. So would you kind of have it raised? up yeah we put it on the, some saw horses um and then you can crawl underneath it come out the hole Very and then you cool. were like in the ground yeah yeah which is oh, a big awesome. hit really fun yeah i'm sure people had a blast with that that is super cool. what was the third one and then the third one we did last weekend so i partnered with women in film video of new england and high output um a rental studio in brighton um during the summer i was interviewed on their new series backlit which was Oh, did is, that just come out like today? Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. A, a new series where they talk about like how you get behind the camera and how to break into the industry, especially it's got like a big tilt towards lighting because lighting's like a really male dominated field. So talking like with women about like, how do you get into doing lighting for different things? So I kind of spill all of my lighting secrets on there. So you can nice. learn about that. Um, so they premiered it here and we brought um, all of those people into our space and we did like elevated headshots oh, um, for cool. them with like a nice background and some fun gobo light shapes. Nice. What gobo light shape? Yeah, a little like light? it's a yeah, it's a it's a it's like a spotlight, but you can put like stencils in it, so you can have oh, like okay. little stars come yeah. out, or yeah. we had like a witch or a castle. <laughs> we had some nice. fun things. I love that. So yeah. was that backlit interview shot in the space? No, I shot it um, at Brighton, but then we just we premiered it here. Oh, cool. I was gonna say yeah, that studio looked pretty big. Yeah, in the nice. video. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Awesome. So what else you got coming up? What do I have coming up? So we're working. Um, here at Western Ave Studios, we have the new music venue Taffeta opening um, down the hall. And so they're doing... Wait, a... so it's not Onyx Room? No. It, so Onyx Room, I think, is what it used to be. I think it used to be a black box theater, okay. um, which shut down during COVID. So Taffeta's mm. taking over the space. And they're going to be... Yeah. It's a type of fabric. I also just learned this. Oh, what? <laughs> I know. It's, it's a like, What do we call the studio? Yeah, what, what fabric is that sweater? Taffeta? Know. Let's do it. I don't, all my friends were like, how do you not know what that is? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard Taffeta. it before. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. You're welcome, Now listeners. you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're opening a new live music space, but... Um, while they're waiting on their equipment to come, because there's supply chain issues all around the world right now, uh, they're doing live streaming stuff. So I'm working um, with a Boston pop punk band, Superdown. Cool. Um, on November 21st, they're going to have their live stream. So my team is, we're building the set and we're doing the lighting and we're trying to elevate their like camera experience. Um, so I'm kind of bringing in a, a huge crew <laughs> for this yeah. small project. And That's I think so cool, Taffeta is going to think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, How do you get linked up with that? What the hell? That sounds awesome. I t the guy who was working there just popped over and out. we were redoing the floor in our studio because it was a disaster. Um, and so he was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, how much? And uh, then he just started telling us what he was doing. And I was like, oh, 
we are in the same world. Like we yeah. sh- we should be friends. And so. Oh my god. Yeah. God, that is cool. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, yeah. awesome. So they're gonna live stream it. Yes. Nice. Yeah. November twenty first. Twenty first. I believe. Awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna do a big balloon drop. I'm. I love balloons, oh, so I'm nice. psyched yes. for a big balloon oh, drop. Oh, that sounds so fun. Awesome. Yeah. And then obviously we'll be keeping our eyes out for Trauma Bond. Yes. Coming out twenty twenty two. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. That edit bay doesn't swallow you whole. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll be we'll careful. get it out. Yeah. We'll get it out. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you again so much for doing this. This was awesome. I, honestly, I've been dying to to get to know you and to ask you all these questions. Yeah. So we did it for the record. This yeah, was we great. We recorded it. We did it. Awesome. Everybody knows. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. See ya. Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Yeah, what would you think of that, Michelle? I really love her photos. Yeah. I hope when or if your photo with her happens, you invite me so I could go with you because I want to be yeah. I'll but, let you know. Uh, yeah. No. Like the concept I, we're talking about sounds wild. I'm like almost like concept? a little nervous. I can't. I'm not going to tell you on uh, oh, on air. No, uh, okay. Okay. But I mean, you're not going to be like naked or anything, are you? Oh, I hope so. I oh, that I'm not nervous. I, about I don't want to be naked Strip with you if I join. Oh, I'll be right. kind of a little much. No, I'm, I'm pff, almost 100% sure my clothes will be on. But okay. you know, hey, well, if your clothes are on, I'll take mine off. Wonderful. So one of us is going to be naked. Yes, that's the point. I love it. Yes. I love it. Um, no, but I really like uh, those pictures. All of her pictures, every picture that I've seen looked fucking incredible, right? Dope as shit. She's like, wow. And after talking to her, it's like, I, I had that. Like, where does this discipline come from? This yeah. work ethic. It's so admirable. And she, uh, she's good, man. I, I can't believe you've known her for like five to. I'd never. Years. No, I didn't. I knew her from afar. You know, yeah, it's kind of like window afar. watching yeah. over the Instagram, just like a fan of yeah. like. You know, I'd reached out to her a couple of times. Like, God, I want to work with you, and she was open to it. She's like, Yeah, let's do it. But I, I, you know, and then you see someone's work like that, and I freeze up because. So how do you come up with those concepts i can't come up with a concept and so i had like no concept to bring to the table so we never ended up working together it's so good but luckily we just sat down and we vibed and we had a great chat and now we are gonna work together and i'm i'm excited it's so good. but uh yeah shout out to you you know i can't she's editing her second film right now trauma bond yeah she um already released she, she you know and again as you know i tried to make a movie and it it was fucking hard, you know? It's fucking hard. And she executed she's it, and she's it. editing her second film right now. Nice. And it really goes down to, you know, she has a wonderful team behind her, too. Nice. And, yeah, it's all about the people and the company that you keep, and honestly, just working your fucking ass off. And she's got that. She does that. She rocks it. She's fucking rocking it. She's been rocking it. But, again, people, we appreciate you tuning in. Where um, can the fans find her? Oh, What's Jana's her photography. Jana photography. Jana. J A I N A S photography. Photography. So go check her out. Yeah. yeah really check her out. Follow her. Yeah. Tell your friends to follow her because her pictures are pretty, 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 pretty uh, good. <laughs> yes. Really good. Exactly. I and, uh, yeah, this was our final episode of the Influenza Sessions. <laughs> so asshole. we, um, <laughs> we appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate uh, you hanging in with us. Um, thank you. 
Thank and you. And again, Rashad. I apologize to the fans out there I missed last week and whatnot. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean technically you were there last week. You should apologize to me because you missed. No, you were on your way, and I was like, and you were like, yeah, don't worry, it's not COVID. I'm just really, really sick, yeah, and I was like, still, whoa, whoa, I don't, I don't want that. Risk that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to risk like, it. Oh, okay. So I appreciate that you're willing to come out here and you're fighting the good fight. Do you yeah. want some vitamins? I got vitamins, dude. I got supplements. I need anything and everything. All right, have. so I'm going to load Rashad up with some supplements. Some and weed, some fucking ecstasy, acid, some coke, some mushrooms, some fucking uh, muscle think... relax. Oh, you don't have any of that stuff? No. Oh, damn. I was I talking like uh, Siberian ginseng. I have green tea extract. I have 5-HTP, green which is tea, great. bro. Yeah, I have vitamin green D. Green tea is what I fucking need in my life right and now. And I got some marijuana. A lot of people don't fucking understand. Green tea is like... I'm saying. Ah, uh, it's so fucking good when you're sick, bro. So I'm gonna like, push out up with a tea. pill of green tea. Yes. And uh, yeah, thank you guys again. Life is what you make it. Make it good, people. You heard it. it. Says it, and you. I hope you're taking it to heart and you're putting that in your life. Yes. Do it. But this has been Ryan. And Rashad. And Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> Between the move. <laughs> I don't even know if what you've been saying for the last two weeks has been audible. This board goes. Oh my god. Oh, but we're here. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we'll see you next week. We got a great guest next week. We have great guests every week, don't we? But a special guest next week. It's a. Uh, it's a graduate of class 09. That's all I'll say for the listeners. Uh, but and I guess if I guess who it is right now. You know who like, it is because I've told you who it is. I don't want the listeners to know yet. It's not Cheryl. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, oh, I thought that one already happened. I already recorded it, but it's premiering the week after this one that we're recording. Yeah, Rashad's still, you know, he's a little fuzzy and foggy. But yeah, okay. We'll see you guys next week. We yeah. got a great guest. Can't wait we for always next week. do. Peace. You got to save some. Save some.